0: blessing
1: money testimony go dey follow follow, follow 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 you they go
0: this year good news get plenty money go follow 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 you
2: yes guys we are back here with another episode of 2911 podcast it's me being here squurbs the squid let's see why is nubs no here guys i
1: don't no a wedding. A wedding.
0: Yeah, I don't know, his man. wedding. <coughs> actually, <laughs> naps. You, you never, never know. It. You, <laughs> you never know. You never, never know. know, man. You might be blagging, bro. That guy. He always has an excuse. Ah. Oh, shade. <laughs> Body of If crests. you're hearing the snaps, next time I'm How, I, much, I how much do you, you see, think you will He'll like, come next episode. Do you think he's not going mm.
2: What's
0: what? the chances? What, next episode? Yeah. Like As in be the, he's well, not coming. Next studio session. Oh, no,
2: nah, he'll be here next studio session. To
1: be, yeah, a scary, to be fair, this was To be fair, yeah, I can't
2: like, Yeah, it was actually very rash.
3: Nah. <laughs> Has to be done though. When you get that call, you have to turn up, bro. No, nah, sure. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. 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 You to turn up, bro. <laughs> right. You never know. Like, time, time is too precious. Right? What no, time bro. did we even confirm this? Like in the yesterday, yesterday, bro.
1: We had to book that train last minute. Yeah, yeah you uh,
0: came London yesterday, Didn't innit?
1: Did you come London for studio? Let's continue the episode,
3: guys. We came London for jam bro.
2: <laughs> hey,
0: Spooky, man.
2: You know what? This episode, yeah, I didn't actually. I never. Can't. I don't. I didn't really think about this, and I was praying, and, and I was thinking like, when we're talking about kind of like our walks and like the things that impact us. I feel mm-hmm. like every episode we always talk about like, our, oh, you know, ours. Oh, I heard this sermon. I was talking about this and mm-hmm. whatever. And I think sometimes people don't really realize the value of good sermons. Mm. Like especially when you go to church and whatnot, like you're hearing preaching all the time. <coughs> Sometimes it's like, what's the need for me to listen to more word if mm-hmm. I'm already in church, kind of thing. But I feel like I think for the first nine months to a year of my walk, I didn't listen to any sermons at all. Why? Wow. Same. And I didn't have any reason for. It. I just I didn't know. Th- I can't lie. I didn't, didn't know. Thing. I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know <laughs> people did that. Same. And then when someone put me on. I didn't even know who put me on. And I was like, oh, right, like, uh, it makes sense. It makes sense. <laughs> Still. <Stop." laughs> <laughs> when did you lot Start listening to sermons As like A regular-ish thing Ooh.
3: I think lockdown You know yeah. I remember Locked lockdown, lockdown. Uh, I saw I think one of my friends From uni Was posting Like this pastor, Like clips of this pastor on, on his private story And I was like Alright This guy sounds hard in not it So I remember once I was just in bed I was like Let me just watch it Like I wasn't even watching it Like almost to take notes I was just watching it To kind of listen so I was just watching, I was like, Yeah, this does make sense. So like I'd say early like I'd say like May twenty twenty. So mm, just over over a year in, in our walk actually. But yeah, when that lockdown hit, first of all, I guess there's more time when your hands in it. There was more time with my hands in it. So I just, and I also wanted like, just to just look at something different in it. What else can I add into my I guess time of God? So yeah, beginning of May and it was good, man. It was good. Yeah. added another dimension into them into my quiet times and stuff.
2: Also, guys, obviously, because we're talking about sermons in this episode, isn't it? Pastors are going to get a name drop. I just want to say, in it? <laughs> <laughs> we do not necessarily... Though, especially when we're talking about stuff, people that we watch maybe at the beginning of the vote, there might be yeah, some pastors yeah, that maybe people yeah. have agendas against and yeah. whatnot, we're not condoning any behaviour yeah, 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 yeah. that they've done or haven't done outside of... It's a <laughs> <mad> disclaimer, a <laughs> Bro, be yourself, bro. Your <laughs> nah, bro, we've got to put disclaimer out I did pressure open. 29-11 <laughs> endorsing some pastor. I hear it,
1: though. Yeah, yeah, nah, but bouncing it. off what you're saying, uh, around the same time right? for me, I think lockdown as well. I can't lie. Lockdown, I think that was... There was this one pastor. So we could say your names in it, Mike yeah. Todd. Didn't it? You know what I'm saying? Like, I think I was watching. I can't remember what the series. Is he was. getting like, is
0: he like cooked? Right I now, don't, I, I, right I, now, I, is he cooked? Oh, people still. I
3: think because we're not on, we're not in America, we don't hear. Yeah, yeah, I, Maybe he's yeah, getting yeah. cooked. I there,
2: think them are reading more, you know, than people, people here. In America. Is it? Yeah, people here, bro. People here. Uh, yeah, you see all the Bad yeah, genders. And
3: people say, "Oh, you listen to Mike Todd." You're
2: like, mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't like hear. If you tell people you listen to Mike Todd, people look at you like you're a widow. You don't understand.
1: Yeah. It's because of the snippets More time of like The bad stuff That they get from it But it was more so like Going back to what I was saying was no, so I like remember I showed him
0: t- like Oh sorry, sorry,
1: sorry Go on uh, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> No wait, wait What are you going to say? I saw some
0: clip of him in it Doing something like He spanned his hand or something Yeah, yeah Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: Like, yeah. yeah. Shots Oh that's going to throw me off But nah Um yeah, I just went through a little phase while I was watching him. Um, I don't know, was I watching it? You were watching some of as well, was not it, Ben? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, <I> mean, <laughs> 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 no, no, <laughs> there
2: was a good series.
0: Yeah, it was there
2: was series. a good one. Um, he yeah, had quite a good yeah, one. There was um, a couple. Of Anchored was the one yeah, DSQ put yeah, yeah, me on yeah,
0: that yeah, one, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 innit? not just Come
1: <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah, I put it on that was like early 2020, early 2020,
3: that was really, that was hard. That was late like, 2020, early 2021, yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah,
2: that was hard. Um, so. Forgiveness University, I think, was really good.
0: That was, I, I, think, that's I, I think that's one of the yeah, best yeah, teachings yeah,
2: yeah. on forgiveness I've watched, I can't lie. Mm. Yeah, that was solid, so. Cuffed as well. Oh, true. I, I watched watch like the
0: one. one, I watched the yeah,
3: cuff one. Yeah,
2: Yo, yeah. that one that everyone was locked into. It was a relationship into, goal. Take off your
3: list. That was the first of us.
1: But yeah, no, I think it just started from there. Then I started to blossom into new, innit? I mean, mm. you know, just certain, it just kind of like opened, I think at that time I was capped, you know what I'm saying, whereby I just needed something to just elevate me a bit more here, a bit of a perspective. Yeah. And I think one thing I was missing was like, hearing things of the real world or real life being kind of related back to the word, you know what I'm saying? I think mm-hmm. like that's one element I missed. So yeah, that little glimpse of sermon at the start kind of like, you know, kind of got me forward. But what, do you mean still listen to Mike Todd? No, but nah. I, it's not not for,
2: not because of like any of his scams. I would mm. innit? like let's say I saw a snippet of something that sounded interesting. I'd lock in. No, yeah,
1: no same.
3: Either. I ain't listened to him. I ain't listened to him since anchored. But do you know is how I explain it. I never re- I never really listened to him like that. If that makes sense, like I never mm. really. It wasn't like you know some people were like were locking into transformation church every Sunday. In I was. COVID, in COVID. I, can't, I can't like I was. Yeah, no, no. But I just, I, I just never really listen. I just I saw something and then I listened to him. If that makes sense, mm. and that's the way I normally. S- Watch Mm -hmm, sermons mm -hmm. more time than not. I might see something and click it rather than, oh, I'm following this pastor, if that makes sense. yeah.
2: I think for me, mine are similar. Lockdown. um, Lockdown was when I was was locking in. That's when I started watching sermons, I'm pretty sure. And mine was actually because of that, because I think, yeah, I don't know what the first sermon of his I watched was. It was a calm sermon. And then... I started watching weekly because them times when church wasn't in person, and because I didn't have a church yeah, before yeah, lockdown. Yeah, yeah. Because when I came to uni, I didn't have a church, and I left the church and ends in it. So, and also transformation church like five pm in it or something like that. So it's calm. They have to wake up early. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, was I was looking in. I was looking in weekly still. Mm. Um. So them man saying that sometimes I was, I was looking at my sister or whatever. So it was cool. It's cool still. That's and then from there. <laughs> Then it just became a thing that like maybe like my grandma will be watching something, so i am lock in with her or mm-hmm. someone will say, oh, I saw this, this was good. Might send it to me, or I might see something on Insta. And then that's just kind of how I just continued watching sermons. What about mm-hmm. you, Cubs? When did you start kind of locking into sermons?
0: <clears throat> when you were four. <laughs> this guy always has an agenda, you know? <laughs> <laughs> this guy always has a serious agenda. <laughs> but not a time ago, innit, like, from young. Cause like, in my house, just like sermons just always on innit oh, no. like mm, mm, mm. so it was not it was never like a, a new thing for men like where um see how you lot you might have come into the faith and then it's like oh now I can watch sermons for me I just always knew it was a, it was a thing innit you yeah, know yeah, what yeah, I'm yeah. saying because like YouTube and like my dad would just be watching like people you watch God TV yeah <laughs> oh my word God TV, yeah, yeah, yeah. God TV. God TV. what was right. that that was like Seven, seven hundred and... 3 The scared? channel, yeah. yeah. Seven, oh, or seven. Yeah, TV. 709 or seven, oh, nine or something like that. I want me to sleep to God TV. Nah, God TV with, like, back in the day, though, before, like, I knew they were sussing at, like, like, Kenneth Copeland, or Creflo <laughs> Cref- <laughs> Cref- Dollar. Yeah, yeah, you don't Cref- know L- these man, L- 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 bro. I do Yeah, you ain't, you ain't, you ain't cultured, bro. You don't know about Creflo Dollar. There's some
2: other ones, what? Is it Love World TV? Yeah. yeah, My grandma used to like that one So what's that? Pastor Chris? Yeah What's it called? Christ Embassy Christ Embassy Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I used to go there I swear
3: KICC was on TV as well Yeah Shimolo. Yeah, yeah. Oh my I, I remember all my days I used to go, to I used I used to go to KICC as well you know uh,
2: Was have been, been everywhere um, bro The one at Old Kent Road isn't it? Nah Christ Embassy was in Old Kent Road I went um, KICC in Walthamstow
3: Oh I just used Before to see I said that service used to be like Six hours Bro
2: Them chairs are comfy to sleep in you
3: know Isn't
0: it Hey, hey, K. I. C. You know, like back, back in the day, like I just them them and then obviously like my dad would watch like Mensa Otabel. Yeah, uh, Mensa awesome, Otabel. Hey, my you my, know, my, my grandma, last was, know, my grandma loves Mensa
2: Bro, my grandma locks into him. I don't watch it. He's an like, old oh, oh. Ghanaian guy, ain't it? you got you
0: Ghanaian, yeah, yeah, bro? How do you know Do you know about Archbishop? um Duncan Williams. Williams, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Here, I don't I, yeah. Like them, them lot are like the OGs, isn't it? Okay. It's like one
2: of mental audible churches. It's, like church, it's funny we saw one of Mentor Otterbill's uh, churches next to one motive went to in Ghana. I think it was Outback or something what like that. What? His, wait, there was a church wait. next to the <laughs> went to the club, the one that we went to on New Year's. I think the the motive we went to on New Year's oh. not a church. And then there, a there was a church at the end of the road. one. He, he has quite a few, in I crack right
0: now.
2: I forgot yeah. the name of it. His
0: his church thing. I think is green and yellow. Yeah Yeah. I don't know I can't remember I can't remember the name of it But like Them men like Been watching them man for a time But I wasn't really like Watching them (laughs) Like I would just be there Sit down They'll be talking whatever One ear out the other Go to school or whatever But then obviously Mm -hmm. When we came When when Papa started taking God seriously I don't know Maybe Maybe it was lockdown Maybe it was Because as you said Like we have more time in it So it's like Just go on YouTube there's like online services yeah yeah, so yeah you, you might look you might look look into your online service and then like after you just might just look into another one yeah, 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 yeah. and then like before you know it you're in like this is it array array of like sermons and that array i don't even know if the, that's the right word <laughs> <That's an array>. <laughs> <laughs> right, just I'll feel right just feel right pause. and then yeah huh pause isn't it oh, yeah.
1: pause. wait <laughs> let me bouncing back off your point yeah. i want to ask you a question isn't it yeah go about so like there may be people that may listen to this that may have watched sermons that growing up and in it, and that was the case with you innit? it. But now that you've like pushed more to like obviously you've given your life to Christ, and et cetera, Has your perception of sermons changed since? Yeah,
0: man. Do you know what it is? I love I love a good sermon, bro. Mm. Like I love a good sermon in the sense of like I just love sound teaching. Mm, like mm, 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 when I when I watch great sermons, I'm like, yeah, like makes sense. This is good. Like whether it's. Are you there clicking at home? Mm. Nah, nah, nah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, I'll be like, real, like, this guy's spitting, whether it's like a pool wash and he's dropping 15 minutes. Does it make you want to spit after? When you hear something like that, you're like, yeah. Nah, but it, it, it encourages me, isn't it. Like, it, it gets yeah, me like, yeah. Cause I'm not really like a fan of like, I don't know if it's a hot take, but I'm not like, I'm not the, like, the biggest fan of like, oh, God is gonna bless you. Or, like, those that's kind of That's not sounds. a hot take.
2: Like, uh, do you get it? That's I'm not, a sound not,
0: take. Like, don't get me wrong, like, there's times you need those, isn't it? Yeah, there's times yeah, you need yeah, like yeah, yeah. encouragement. You, there's times you need those kind of like those kind of ones to show you that Yo, the love of God is actually real all the time, whatever. But to just listen to those sermons all the time and not listen to any sermons that genuinely like grow your faith yeah, or yeah, yeah, actually come um, allow you to genuinely um understand the Christ <coughs> that you're serving. I'm yeah, not really yeah. a fan of innit. it? I think, there's a, you I get think it. there's
3: a balance of that though, because I feel like with with sermons. People always, especially when it comes to sermon and just men of God, people are always looking to hear something catchy, something something mm-hmm. edgy, something, nice something, something new. A lot of times we're always looking for something new, but like we always say, it's the fundamentals that keep us. So it's not that necessarily we need to keep on watching sermons. Because every sermon should really go back to the love of God anyway. Mm. It doesn't matter what you're teaching, in it. Like the love of God should be in there. But it's not that we should keep on watching the same type of sermon, but we mm. should we shouldn't also be chasing some new levels of bro. new levels of teaching. Man, always bro, look and, it,
2: you know them them, them clickbait sermon titles, oh, um, how to unlock something new so in your yeah, prayer yeah, life, like, do you get, do
0: you get what I mean? like, How st- to touch an- another dimension. dimension yeah, yeah,
3: there. yeah. All of, <laughs> all of that kind of stuff. Like, how bored am I, bro? Am bro? Like, nine percent, uh, bro. Those things that like, move me in there. How I'm to transform to your
2: prayer life to a new dimension. Yeah, <laughs> all, of, all,
3: of, all that kind of stuff. Like I feel like sometimes, especially that's the, that, I think that's the danger. I guess we we'll, maybe we'll touch it a bit later, but I think that's the danger sometimes with sermons. I feel like when you're going to hear from a man of God or a woman of God, you're always thinking that you're always seeking something new and exciting, something oh. that you haven't really heard before. Mm. You know, your ears aren't really. You know that scripture we're talking about their ears are itching for a <laughs> <laughs> new level, new waves of tea. I think we've all been like that, though. No, so yeah, like yeah, slightly yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. sometimes you feel like you've completed the basics so yeah, let me let aside. me
2: find out how to do dream interpretation i
3: don't know about that but, no, but do you get what i mean it's
1: like kind of that is like you're forming a false expectation before you're really watching it you know yeah, what I'm yeah yeah it goes back to what you're saying about that word <coughs> encouragement sometimes when it comes to like encouragement them fundamentals even though like maybe a sermon whereby still you know repetitive or still underlines the same key things it's still a level of encouragement yeah, and if it fulfills definitely. that you know because
0: yeah, even what you're saying, Greg, like. <clears throat> I saw some clip here, and my man was saying that oh, like let's say he he goes into a uh, uh, a church or whatever, or like he's in a setting where someone's preaching, mm-hmm. and then he fixes a bad preaching. Mm-hmm. Like obviously he's not the litmus test of what a bad t- yeah, yeah, a, yeah. a bad preaching is or whatever. But he was like, and I and I kind of and I kind of struck not struck enough, but it kind of made me think like, right, like what he's saying is sp- he's wait very he said cheap. wait wait, but he was so, saying that like a lot of people they'll go into church and be expectant for a word so because their heart posture is already like expectant for a word Mm -hmm. whether it's like a bad sermon or whether it's like a a basic sermon should I say like oh you're just talking about oh God God loves you or something like that yeah because they're expectant for something like for God to actually speak to them it speaks to them but if you just go into it thinking oh brush man like this is gonna be One of them ones like, oh, like, what he's saying is even is even air. You're not going to get anything yeah, from it. Do yeah, you man. know what I'm saying? And that's, that's kind of what you're saying, like, in the sense of sometimes, we, and you said what you just said, sometimes we do go into, like, sermons or we go into like, watching things or even reading a word at times with just expectation that, I already know this, like, yeah. I've read John 3.16 how many times, bro? Mm-hmm. This is nothing to me. But, like, if you're going into it expecting that the Holy Spirit will actually teach you something. More, more often than not, You'll get you signed. will get something, whether it's yeah, encouragement, yeah, okay. whether even it's a reminder. Whether it's a reminder, <laughs> like, because even in Bible study that, um, the other day we were doing it, we were John 4 in it, the Samaritan woman, and um, one of the people at um, Bible study was saying that the stuff that we were teaching, she, even, she was even learning about it like a couple days prior. like she'd already kind of learned, but even her coming into it, because she came into it for like 10 minutes to 15 minutes, but it still encouraged her. And it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. sometimes, cool, you will learn something new, 100%. Yeah. But then there's other times where like, these things that you've learned, the fundamentals, you're gonna listen to people talk about fundamentals a lot. As you should be. As you should be, obviously, but at the same time, I don't think we should, we should make sure that our hearts are in the right place because the fundamentals, I can't lie, I listen to the fundamentals now, the same way that I listened to when I first came to Christ, bro. Like yeah, It right. still excites me, bro. Like when I hear, yo, like, Christ is this, Christ done this for you you are complete in Christ. Like when I hear that, I'm just thinking like- that You're wearing like,
3: deep roots. Yeah, two, two bro. six, bro. Like, I'm <laughs> thinking like,
0: this is, this is sound, bro. And a lot of people, they might have heard your complete completing Christ a million times. And, and they like, oh, bro. They get bored of it, but it's like- I Trying can't, to hear like, some realms, bro. Yeah, they're right? trying, to hear, uh, trying next, to hear some- They're trying to trying <laughs> to get into different dimensions, <laughs> bro. <laughs> but trying to hear like, some ascension. But at the end of the day, bro, I can't lie, like the basics sometimes, they do definitely encourage you more more often than not I can't lie if a sermon doesn't really have the basics there might yeah, be a problem yeah, there because yeah. it's like <laughs> I don't know let's me. be serious like what are you building Wait. the sermon on in the first place bro mm. Do you, Do you know me? what I'm saying
3: now, definitely and I feel like that's the thing like it's the different in, in terms of when you're listening to sermons and things like you have to be careful that you're not almost expecting too much from the man and woman of God. Because most most of the things they're going to say, you're going to already know, if that makes sense. They might just touch on it in a different way and be like, oh, actually, I didn't see it from that angle. But there's going to be sermons, like, there's so many sermons I've watched or listened to or I've sat in. I know everything you're talking about. Not like on a, I know everything, Mm. but I understand everything you're talking about. But this is still, this is necessary. Like, I need this. And I feel like it's so important to have that healthy, yes be expectant and yes maybe the man and woman of God has a, has a level of wisdom that maybe is beyond you they've been longer in the faith they're closer mm-hmm. in fellowship with Christ and things like that but also just the believer and I think sometimes we can be too we can hold not we can put so much weight on what a man and woman of God says that we start to neglect maybe our, our own private study maybe with God or our own kind of quiet times with God or our own prayer with God like more time than not what they're going to say is going to be it's, based on, it's just based on the word of God. So if you're reading should the word be? of God, should it should be, it should, it should should be based be. on the word of God. So if you're reading your word of God, they're going to align together. I'm not saying that you can't mm. learn anything new, but I think just about mm. having a healthy expectation.
2: No, for sure. And I think that's definitely something that kind of impacts how you learn from sermons. And so as we're kind of talking about that, like, like you said, not having that unhealthy expectations, what would you say are the things that you do gain from sermons? Like how have they helped you in your work thus far? i am saying new things. insight,
3: it, like mm-hmm. Things that I haven't thought of And also their experiences, like, for example, one of my favorite pastors, Derek Prince, and he used to work in work, he used to serve in the army. So he's talking, sometimes when he's making, um, I guess, analogies, he links it to his time in the army and like, just just a complete different new, I guess, avenue, understanding, different kind of ability to break things down that I just, when I'm reading the word, I don't really get, for example, because they've been, maybe they've been there um again they've been in their journey for longer and things of that nature so i think i just get new kind of perspective a different kind of perspective out of my apart from myself or maybe the people around me and yeah i think it's just helpful because like i said it's just i feel like sometimes you can be so familiar with your own perspective that hearing other people and their perspectives helps you and hearing how other people have been able to understand the word of God because you know you don't know everything in it uh, in the journey you have to kind of realize that you don't know everything so listening to sermons has definitely grown my understanding and because again I'm only young for example Derek Prince obviously he's dead now but some of the sermons he preaching when he's 80 he's gone through bare life experiences that I haven't gone through so that's also something new that I get because He's talking about this, he's talking about maybe marriage, he's talking about when he's having kids, grandkids, stuff like that, linking mm. it to scripture and things of that nature and things that he's learned. There's even a sermon that he says that he's done called Lessons From My Life. Obviously, this is when he's like 80 and he's gone through his journey with Christ and I think he's kind of nearing death the way he's kind of speaking. I think he knows that he's maybe nearing death and he's given a lesson on his life and things that he's found out. And, you know, one of the things he's talking about, very simple lesson, God is faithful. And he was explaining in his life how God has been faithful, things like that, and just hearing just stuff like that has helped a lot because obviously I'm not there yet. So, just that different perspective.
1: Mm.
2: Do you um, have any like key sermons that you can reflect on and kind of see like this particular sermon or this sermon that really helped you in your walk?
3: Uh, definitely, Derek Prince, twelve steps to a good New, good good year. So that that sermon, yeah, I think that changed my life. I can't lie. I think it rocked my world still. Yeah, uh, that <laughs> that that sermon, twelve steps to so a new year, very very good. Um, and there's another sermon by him. If you want God's best, that was so so good.
2: Is that uh, one about excellence?
3: Y- no, no, that's that's progress to perfection. Oh yeah, that one's really. good. bro, I can I remember. DP back, bro? because I remember because these are so these <laughs> sermons have been critical to my life, mm. innit? Like twelve steps to new year. That was one thing that really changed my life. About there was different, like, there was literally, basically, there's 12, in the Bible, in Hebrews, there's 12 lets. The sentence the starts with let us in it. And he did a sermon all about different let us. In, in, in Hebrews 10, for example, it said, let us not neglect the fellowship with each other. So there was a sermon about fellowship, importance of fellowship. Mm-hmm. There was a sermon about let us, let us, uh, what was it, let us continue the race of endurance. Or oh, let us not grow weary of, of doing what's well, something like that. There's, there's so many in it and it just really encouraged me because there was so many things that I hadn't considered until after that sermon. So that one's really good and Progress to Perfection talking about kind of becoming a perfect disciple, essentially, what it means to be a perfect disciple of Jesus and stuff like that. That's, I'd say those two,
0: yeah, rock my world mm. still. <laughs> no, mm. it's solid. Like, for me, <clears throat> like, what was the question?
2: Um, how I've kind of What have you like kind of gained? Like how have sermons been helpful in your walk? And are there any like
0: key sermons that you really think, yeah, like this sermon or this sermon? Um, Yeah, for me, like as I said earlier, like when I when I listen to sermons, whether it's the the different kind of preachers that I would listen to or whatever, like for me, I want to make sure that I've left there knowing more about Christ, bro. I'm saying at the end of the day, like it's not like and knowing more about Christ isn't necessarily them going into like some brazy detail about Christ bro yeah, it's not yeah. always about that you know what I'm saying sometimes it's just literally bro Christ is your life do you get it mm-hmm. and like even that alone it ki- it gives you a new it gives me a new like zeal like yeah, to keep yeah, yeah. going do you know what I'm saying to keep enduring like because sometimes as you said like, a lot of these a lot of these guys they're much older than us so they've Been through life, they've been through a lot of things. Like, even if I even when I listen to my dad, for example, like a lot of things that he's gone through, you can learn from it. Yeah. And like, obviously, they know scripture as well, like, or oh, they should, didn't it? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, so obviously, when they're talking about their life experiences and how they kind of mix it with God and like the scriptures, and that is that like, it's very encouraging at yeah, times yeah. because then, obviously, then when you're going through like motions as a as a child of God, maybe in your early days as a Christian or you're a bit more mature now, whether you're 18, whether you're 15, whether you're 25, whether you're 40. Like a lot of these men, they've gone through a lot of things and you can actually kind of learn a lot from them. And it's like, it, allow, it just gives me, it encourages me a lot. And it shows me that if these men can do it, you can definitely do it yeah, as well. Yeah, they, they, they have the same Holy Spirit that you have. You feel me? And if they can learn this to the degree that they have, you can also learn it to the degree that you have. It's not about being necessarily... The great, the the theologian or whatever, but my thing is just making sure that you're growing in the the proper revelation of Christ, like the proper, the way that as um, Nye likes to say, prescribed in scripture. <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? The way it's prescribed in scripture says that. I just want to make like for me, like I do definitely like. some sometimes I'll just be the bro. If you watch, if you see my YouTube watch later, yeah, bro. It, there's like it. there's like a thousand, two thousand videos in there, Fair bro. There's it's it's only football basketball, sermons, history, like documentaries and that. There's and that's no, it. There's
2: no sp- there's no Miami spring break vlogs. No. There's
0: <laughs> no special <laughs> <semester of> pass. <laughs> <laughs> nah, bro. Did you get it? So, like, like, bro, like, and the thing is, the sermon could be an hour. Because, bro, like, the Bible talks a lot about sound teaching, like, sound mm-hmm. doctrine, like, take heed to this. Like, make sure that you're not just not just about things that tickle your ears, is, bro. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Things that will convict you, things that will genuinely change your life because sometimes you might be struggling with something. And mm-hmm. yeah, cool, you can read a word for yourself and yes, the Holy Spirit is the best teacher. But a lot of these teachers that are in, preachers that are in these positions, they're there for a reason. Mm-hmm. They are there to teach you as well. Do you know what I'm saying? God is using them to teach you. So you've got to be very humble and teachable. Like, as you said, sometimes yeah. we're so stuck in our own ways that we don't want to be taught, or we don't we don't want to be wrong, shall I say? And now we were talking about this in one of the episodes. I think it was I can't remember where it was, but we were talking about how like approach everything as if like you ca- you could be wrong, like in a sense. Do you know what I'm saying? Like like obviously no one's doctrine. I don't think it's 100 percent right in it. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, when we're watching sermons, when we're reading the word, or what, <laughs> do you think every, someone's doctrine is 100 percent right? Don't know.
1: You know what I'm <laughs> I don't know like yeah, it sus- could be it could something
0: sussed there innit but my thing is like when you're watching and when I'm watching I'm just thinking yeah what can I see like is there more Christ in this is it something I can take away knowing that I'm encouraged to be a proper disciple of Christ like and proper actually also show others that yo like this thing that we're doing is enjoyable like it's not yeah. it's not a thing that is like is late Cause I, I can't like, I genuinely enjoy just like hearing about god bro mm-hmm. i'm saying mm-hmm. and this isn't like a and this is all the holy spirit like i can't take any any what's the word any credit, credit. any credit for it because there was a time where i didn't care about god like that do you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. there's a time where you could put a sermon the brush mm-hmm. now you could put a sermon, i'll watch it bro i see the title pursue holiness i'm clicking <laughs> that bro do you know what i'm saying i see the title oh christ is your life i'm clicking that bro like but before just brush past it you feel mm. me and now i just I don't know, like it just it just it gets me. Let's keep going, man. Yeah. You're going cool. Go go harder. Go go harder, <laughs>
1: man. Um I think for me it's kinda like a blend of you two. I think more so a sense I like it when they take anything complex in the world and make it very simple. You know what I'm saying? I still relate it back to like Jesus Christ being the Lord and Saviour. Go reach out for him. Mm. And I think one of the best people that do that for me has been Billy Graham. Like every time I listen to him like regardless of you know what sermon it is the fact they always relates it back to you know give your life to Christ like nothing yeah, in yeah, this yeah. life is without Christ I kind of like that and I kind of use that as like a reference point going back to what you said about like you know you can't be humble like you've got to be humble during your walk like listening to sermons like that it humbles me a lot because it shows me that you know what like cool I may be reading the word or I may be say for instance on this platform speaking about God right now but could still learn so much more yeah and it opens up my mind so much and like one thing that i like to do i like to question you know i'm saying i like to question the question you know things that people say hmm can i now apply it to my life or hmm if i can apply it to my life how can i apply it to another person's life and it makes makes me even expand my mind even more so i think listening to the likes of like billy graham he's been someone that in terms of simplifying things of the world has been very very key but i say one sermon that really really hit i think um the man um, that sermon Jeff sent about oh, I, idolatry. Oh. Idolatry. Right. idolatry. You see that one, yeah? He went off. Class. Have you watched this? Good? I watched. Oh. it. Oh. Like I need to lock in, bro. He went off. He
0: went I think uh. that's the best sermon I've watched this year. That, Is that? it? Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. yeah He went
0: off. I just local church Yeah, yeah. Bro, off. you know
2: the guy who did it. He's one of the ushers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah, went yeah, yeah, yeah. he went off. He went crazy, just,
0: bro. You see him in. You've seen him in stuff. Yeah, um, bro. He was in. He was in what jeans and a black key of a ski Bro bro. And Broke you know man, I, mean, I think that
1: one. I would even write notes on it. Sometimes you just got to listen. You know, yeah, like, sometimes like, I don't even write notes. Bro. Just I listen. just, like, I just listen. And like, when he, the way he was just breaking down, like some of the simple things of the world, of how we just placed them as like idols. And I think one verse that got to me. I remember I was watching it with um, I was watching it with someone in it. That's funny. All I can say shouts that person. <laughs> <laughs> no yeah. shout,
2: No 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 name shout. Nah.
0: You're good, N- bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you
2: see
1: bro. You don't know who you're watching, you know what I'm but um, I remember one of, the, one of the verses that slapped when listening to it was I think Mark 8:36. You know, like losing your soul to this world. Like, what do you gain from losing a soul to this world? Didn't it? And like the way he, I kind of like got that. You know, I've heard. I think I've even heard that verse before, but I've heard things aligning to that verse. But just hearing it at that particular moment and seeing the way he was like transforming. I can't lie. From all honesty. There's only like, I don't really remember like the full storyline because I was just watching it in the moment. But if there was that one thing to take away, was just literally that. And I feel like that's with like a lot of the sermons that we probably watched. Like, as you said, you probably watched that, what, uh, 1,200? But I think the main thing is, yeah, and it kind of goes back to that, always going back to the fundamentals, is that. When it comes to like a sermon, all you need is a little bit of a segment and maybe just take that away, apply it to your yeah, life. Yeah. Because sometimes when we try to over-complicate, over- overcomplicate things, think that, oh yeah, I need to write this, this, this down, this, this, this down. Then when you look back on it, you're like, rah, does this area really reflect on my life? And et cetera. Yeah. It's like, then it makes you even go back and question that, like, rah, was that sermon really was for me? And it kind of goes back to the thing I was saying before about that false expectation. Like, oh, you know, it didn't really hit. It, it were not mm. really a sound doctrine because, you know, I may have got the wrong bit or I didn't really pick up the right thing. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, no, literally when it comes to the sermons, I like I like the humble, you know, simple. You know what I'm saying? Because in the end of the day, I think that's the beauty of what, you know, Christ has done for us. He's died yeah, for us. I'm not here for the, the You don't, you don't want to hear a
2: three-hour yeah. sermon on how to ascend? Ascend? <laughs> <I'm> not, <laughs> tell, I'm tell me not. what ascending
3: means.
0: what does that mean though? Yeah, what, mean yeah, though? What, does mean? That what does that actually mean? mean? To
2: ascend means to go upwards.
0: But what to does that mean Like Go upwards in what sense?
2: You can't ask me because I don't know <laughs> <laughs> that
1: can be interpreted in so
0: many. Fair enough. Um, yeah, but that's, that's a solid one. I think,
2: do you know what? Something that man didn't really touch on, Crab's touched on it kind of. Something I really like sermons for, yeah, is um, <clears throat> see what you're talking about. How, like, obviously, all these men and women of God are vessels in it, mm. and sometimes God can use them to speak to you at a time when you need it as well. Mm. Um, so for example, there was a time, oh, I remember it was I was applying for internships. Mm-hmm. And I remember I got to like March and it's like, hey, okay, I think by that time I got through 23 applications, last date interview, oh, <laughs> if there was one more space, we'd have given it to you, all that kind of stuff, innit? <laughs> and crazy. I remember I was watching, um, there was, there's this Catholic priest in Cov, innit?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Shouts so to boy, Father Jimmy, bro. Um, he did a, a preaching on faith until the 11th hour and was talking about, is it Abraham and Isaac? Abraham Sarah. No, um, I probably Abraham like, taking uh, yeah, yeah, to the yeah, to the yeah, mountain. Yeah, yeah. I was talking about how he walked for like a couple of days, and he didn't question. He really just waited. He even put him down, tied him up, to, oh, and yeah. he had faith right until the last minute. And then God came through. Mm-hmm. I was just talking about how kind of like a lot of time you're going to be in situations like that, and don't keep turning around and questioning. If you know you're going for a process, God's taking you for a process. Just trust it, and that really reassured me, and it changed how I prayed on the situation. Yeah, Um and so. That's something I really like, just how sermons can sometimes speak to your situations. Okay. Obviously, not every sermon is for your situation, but a lot of the time, it's another avenue that God can use to communicate with you. Mm-hmm. Um, and definitely different perspectives. Yeah. Like, Because maybe you might hear preaching from maybe a different style to what you're used to in your home church. Or like just a perspective, mm-hmm. like you said, life perspective they never really thought of. Because I remember one time, there's this woman from Transformation Church, I forgot her name. And she was talking about how, like, she was praying for her husband, God said, yeah, yeah, this is the guy. I think a month into their marriage, she cheated on her.
1: Hmm? Wait, what? He, say cheated that again? Yeah. he cheated
2: on her a month yeah. into her marriage. And oh, she went to month, God like, God, God like, this is the guy who said like, and just kind of her talking about experience about forgiving my man, going back to God about kind of, what did you say? Why did you say it kind of thing and stuff like that. So people's life experiences, definitely. And I think also it kind of keeps me on my Zoom. Because one preacher who I really like is um, Pastor David Antry from Karis. Mm-hmm. And like, when you see the way he incorporates the word in everything that he teaches it really makes you like, yo, I need to know my Bible kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like... Um,
3: walking Bible, Shouts bro. PDAC, man. Mm-hmm.
2: Shouts PDAC. So I think those are a couple of things. It changes my approach. Um, It speaks to my situations and it gives me different perspectives. And I think there's quite a few I can kind of, that help me at different times in my walk. I remember... Um, Peter did hate the, sin, huh? Hate, hate sin, sin.
0: <laughs> Hate sin, bro. I, it bro, Peter. Bro. <laughs> I watched the sermon of
2: um, <laughs> bro. Because, bro, let me that sermon, yeah, it changed the way I think about almost everything. Because he was the whole point of the sermon, he was like, cool. As a believer, you say you love God, God hates sin. Do you hate sin like God hates sin, or mm. are you okay with it just being there? Do you mm. not mind kind of flirting with it? And mm. it's changed everything, even for example, yesterday when I was out here. Yeah, well, ah, one particular segment came on. I just looked fine. Like I went upstairs. <laughs> 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 I, was, I was like, do I hit sin? And like, yeah. it's, it's like, it yeah, really that changed that my perspective. Crazy, Well, it's one of the, like. I think it's probably the sermon that changed my walk the most it. because it made me really reflect on.
1: When did you watch it?
2: Year Locked one or down, two. Bro. It
1: was lockdown. Because like, it made me feel <gasps> like,
2: do you hate sin? Do you hate sin? <laughs> <laughs> like, I Yo, like the way he, he's quite funny, he it, But like, it really made me reflect on how much do I love God and how much do I hate the things that God hates? Because, mm. yeah, mm. like, you know, and he was kind of talking about, like, for example, if you're in a relationship and your wife hates something, you wouldn't just be there chilling with it, whatever, whatever, you know? And so that one. And that
0: uh, kind of uh, that, that reminds me of John Bevere's one about. Or the, of God! The, yeah, the awe of God, the reverent fear of God. Mm. Like, yeah. If you're talking about you love God, then how can you be doing stuff against Him? Yeah. And like he was talking about, to have longevity in the faith, there has to be that reverent fear of God. Because can't lie, there's gonna be times you're gonna get bucked, bro. But your fear of God will some will, will be one of the main things that will kind of keep you, you going. No, I think you see yeah. the thing
2: that you talk about there. Like I think a lot of pastors and people that have been in the faith and ministering for a long time when they talk about it, it's like. You know when they're very good at articulating the reality of their walk, so that maybe certain experiences that you haven't had or revelations of God that you haven't had, you understand that this is really real. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember somebody said to me one time, they said that, um, you know, the thing about growing in your walk, it's not that maybe they have something you don't have or you, they know something you don't have. A lot of the time it's that they've just been through different situations that have allowed them to have a revelation of God you haven't seen yet. Yeah, and yeah. listening to sermons brings you into that. And I think like even that, that sermon in particular kind of showed me just how... Intimate, this is about a relationship and stuff like love, respect, and communication with the God that you say you love. And then also, um, I <laughs> <laughs> you already know what I'm gonna say the, the, boy, pillars of, the four, pillars four pillars of, of faith, bro. Hey, no, the up because man. that one, that the one, one that really helped me with because I think he went knowledge, knowledge, faith, joy, joy, joy and then ob- an obedience. obedience yeah, and yeah, him yeah. putting obedience last, last was really was intriguing yeah, to me because yeah. he was talking about how you have to know God to believe in him. And then after that, you know, it builds your joy because like now you believe in him, you really see him for who he is and you can enjoy that. And it's when you enjoy God that you obey him. And that changed my whole perspective on what it means to obey and how the order that things come in. Um, also um, the heart of Christian obedience for Russia again.
0: Uh, what a legend.
2: Because <laughs> That one really helped with kind of talking about how cool as a believer, don't put pressure on yourself to obey God, what you have to do is avail your heart to God, and He will make you obey Him. If is it Philippians two twelve, two twelve talks about um, He'll He does it to 21, 21, produce 21. His will yeah. in you, and I think that's the kind of it's so it's just stuff like that that's really helped with practical things in my walk. Because I think even
0: in that sermon, didn't he say something about like the worm? Nah, nah. He used the the husband and the wife um, analogy yeah. where he was saying that. He doesn't, okay, let's say us and God, like, our love for God isn't based on us. Yeah, It's based on him, like, it's based on how much we know about God. Yeah, Yeah. I think with a husband and wife, if a
2: husband doesn't love his wife enough, there's nothing the husband can do to make him love his wife more. It's about what can the wife do more to make him love her.
0: It's about how great the wife is that makes the husband love, uh in the same way with us as Christians... God is just great. Damn, so, because of man, our actually. revelation of how great God is, That's that makes us love, love Him, him me, yeah. and then that, that, that that ties, and that, ties yeah. that that ties into even like Ephesians chapter three verse eighteen, when Paul says, you know, he, pray. he, he prays for that that Ephesians growing, how yeah. deep, how yeah. wide, yeah. Also, how high God's love for them really is, because ultimately, ultimately, like if you genuinely understand, as you said, like if you understand yeah. God, if you understand His love for you, then you have joy because you are like. Oh, like he really yeah. loves me. I'm very valuable. And then then obviously through sense that, sense. and it even ties into Romans chapter 12 verse 1, bro. Um, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God. Give um, yourselves um, holy. Give yourselves as a, uh, as a holy give sacrifice. Yourself. You know, this is your true worship. Yeah. By the mercies of God. Do you get what I'm say like all of these things are just tied into each yeah. other and it's like, bro, it's just a beautiful thing, yeah. bro. Some
2: other ones. Chuck Swindle, um, be still. Be still, Aye, be Chuck, Man, it's Also, um, special. you know, uh, shout out to boy uh, Pastor Pastor Roy, bro. The one about um, Elijah was but a man, safe. So if if, you, if anybody song. has ever heard me, I've probably said like a hundred times, um, First Kings. 70.
3: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I now remember. Yeah, yeah, that was. Good. Uh, is
2: it First Kings, 19? First Kings nineteen? First Kings when nineteen. First Kings Elijah was about to die. But Elijah and just talking about himself. kind of how to process your emotion because we're talking about because yeah, we we're going yeah. for a mental health series and talking about like how if you read Elijah's story, it was definitely some sort of anxiety or depression, or suicidal thoughts and kind of about how you process your emotions with God, that changed my life. I think that's probably one of the ones that changed my life, like practically so much, because it's changed how I process things. Nah, um,
3: that one's hard. Wait,
1: going, going back to what you said, yeah, in terms of the practical aspect, Is there like one. a situation in you new man's life here yeah, from a sermon that you've now applied practically to your everyday? Like that's something important.
2: That one, I think, because the time um, that that, when was that?
1: That was um,
2: beginning of last year. Mm-hmm. And that was obviously just before I was leaving uni. And also that time in my life, as a man, of know it was very turbulent Time and it only got more turbulent after. And I remember God was kind of talking about like, this is what it needs to look like, about you bringing the smallest things straight to me. Mm -hmm. When Elijah wanted to die, he took it straight to God and said, God, like, I I don't want to be here. And it allowed God to minister to his emotions. And I think it's changed how, instead of like sometimes looking for a solution, I just run straight to God and kind of allow him to minister to my emotions and what I'm feeling and what I'm thinking. Because Mm. the thing with Elijah, like... If he went to his friends They could have encouraged him Or whatnot. But the thing The difference is that When God sees your emotions And you bring it to him He can not only minister to them But he can transform them Into something else With Elijah He gave him rest Whatever, whatever And then gave him some food To go and do something else mm-hmm. And I think that's So that's completely changed Also um uh, Joshua Selman Genuine repentance <laughs> Talking boy. about um He was talking about Kind of about doing everything for the glory of God and how you can do that. And it just kind of made me reflect on every little thing I do. How does this glorify God? And I spoke to you about this the other day. Joshua Selman just talking about destiny helpers, which can be a very... I I, um, I like that one. I watched that one. It's very good because I think that helped how I operate in the work, in the office and that. Mm. Because talking about kind of how you speak to people that are like superior to you in office in in whatever sense, whether it's pastors, bosses, Mm. managers, kind of how you cultivate those relationships. I like Joshua Selman.
3: He's He's very big on like... Honoring people and mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. like conducts like proper. I don't know. I just the thing is because so, it's, it's crazy because I guess there's a stereotype around maybe African preachers and how they'll be and things yeah, like that. Yeah, but
2: coming to the podcast, what with uh, Derek Prince, Billy Graham, Porsche <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> but, but also someone like he's a proper like you can see that he's a principled man. Yeah, like, yeah do you get yeah. what I mean? Like he's very so I really like I really like his sermons as well. But I don't know. Deep, do you know, do you know, just how I found DP basically. It's, I used to sleep to Christian radio and at UCB mm-hmm. United mm-hmm. Christian Broadcasters I used to sleep because my mom, since a child my mum used to sleep to that she used to sleep to God TV and that so when I was a grown up it, that, I just picked that up so all the time I will go to bed I would put it on UCB so once I was wake up I, was, I, was, I think it was lockdown I was wake up 5am 5.30am and then some, I was playing I was playing pro clubs this is literally I remember it. so I was on, I was on the call with you, Jeff, Biz we were playing pro clubs then uh, what's it called UCB came 5.30 like, oh yeah, what's it called we're getting part into it's a, it's a radio station, it so we're, we're getting part into we're getting to the into the part of we're gonna hear we're gonna put a word. Derek Prince comes every Monday to Friday 30 a.m. in it. So I listened to the word and it was crazy. I can't remember what it was. I was like, this guy's is hard, isn't it? So I used to stay up until five thirty a.m. bro to hear him wow. again. Innit? <laughs> then I'm baffed. I realized, wait, the music on YouTube. I was so <laughs> bro. Like, I was in there for like two weeks, bro. I was so baffed. Then I was like, let me search to see what comes up, and it came up. I was like, oh rah. So that's how I found it. That's how I found Yo. it. So since then. I've just been, always been listening to him. And the thing is, is, the thing about, the thing I like about Derek Prince is that it's like what Axe was saying. Like, he's, first of all, he's, he has to be very knowledgeable and he's been through a lot, but he makes everything so simple. Like, Derek Prince, very, the names of God? Quali, Quali, And plus, he he does it like, the way I watch it, it's a, it's a sermon series. So technically, it's, it's one whole sermon, but he's broken it down into like five videos of like 10 minutes. So instead of me watching a whole hour, because sometimes that's cheap, for me, I actually can't really process that much information for a long time. I get a bit fidgety, I get a bit. Just kind of you good at it, yeah. With <laughs> <laughs> nah, I just can't. I just can't be sat down for like an hour, like especially when there's a lot of teaching. I kind of mm-hmm. like it breaking it down. So he breaks it down into twelve minutes, and it's just very so twelve minutes, five parts or whatever. So that that's rough. That's sixty minutes. So roughly an hour sermon broken down into five parts, and then they build up with each other and they just link. So it just like even the way that's even presented, it just allows me to understand it more. Um, and there was one sermon on Question by him, mm-hmm. and it was talking about faithfulness. And it was talking about how almost your fa- faithfulness in your relationship with God is almost the. It's not that it's not important, but it's almost like the what's How do you how do you say it? I don't know how to say it. It's almost like the It almost isn't that faithfulness that you have in your relationship with God should spread across everywhere. Like you shouldn't be content with just only being faithful with God, only being faithful with your quiet time, only be faithful with your prayer, and then you're talking about ah. Oh, What's it called? when it comes to the way you treat your siblings or the way you treat your wife it's just like everywhere and all of that and I, I can't lie, it spoke to me at that time because I, I, although obviously I know you should treat people right I feel like sometimes we put Christian conduct and the way we conduct with God here and then when we conduct with other people here like we don't kind of as long as I'm conducting myself with God and fellowship everything with him everything else is calm which was the way I was living before bro like it's do you know it's, why seen it's in, do do you know why crazy
2: like, you say that? Because now you say that you've watched that sermon I can see it in the way you speak because DSQ is always pushing on that thing of, oh, be faithful with everything. Something mm-hmm. else practical that we didn't really touch on that I think is important for people is, let's say that like, you're looking for a new church, watching a sermon from that church can be really helpful. That's yeah, one of the things yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one of the things yeah, yeah, yeah. that helped me pick Could the church I go out. to now. Like seeing like, what's the, like, because I think my church, they had a sermon on our vision for you. And I was talking about basically how they believed a church should operate and their mm-hmm. vision for their people. And it really that was one of the things that convinced me. But um, so we don't take too long as well. I think we've spoken about a lot of them um, sermons and we've touched on some, negatives that can come from watching sermons as well. And so two things I want us to kind of go around a bit before we wrap up is is there such thing as like information overload and can there be a problem with watching too many sermons? And also, how can you spot a bad sermon? Because there is I don't know what anybody says to me, <laughs> there is such thing as a bad sermon.
1: So to answer your first one, what, well, information overload? Yeah. More so in a sense of, like, just the sermon just being jam-packed with just a lot of stuff.
2: Either from an individual sermon or even from like, do you think there's such a thing as watching too many sermons?
1: Oh, watching too many sermons? Um, I think from my personal life, I think selectiveness has to come into it, you know what I'm saying? In a sense whereby you can't be trying to be a, the way I like to use it is like an analogy of like, you know, like a dog trying to chase a bone. You know, you can't just be chasing all the time and just be walking with just the wind. You know what I'm saying? You gotta be very selective with it. And I feel like, I feel like when it comes to you in that selection process, you be a lot more intentional, a lot more impersonal about that sermon that you're particularly watching. Mm, mm, It goes mm. back to what um, the man was saying earlier on about, you know, not just watching sermons for the sake of watching it and expecting that type of expectation that, oh, we'll get something from it, you know? Mm. And I feel like when you kind of are selective, that's when you kind of realise that, no, you're not doing too much because that level of too much will vary between an individual person, you know what I'm saying? For one person, what too much may seem as, is different to another person. So say yeah, for instance, that's true. if someone's particular time in their life is watching maybe two sermons a week, to another person, especially probably even, you know, maybe new to their faith, is probably looking at like, what? Like two it's sermons a, lot, a week? Like yeah. I can barely do two sermons a month. You <laughs> know and and saying, then there's someone else is like
2: saying, I watch a sermon every quiet
1: time. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I think it's just going at that pace, but understanding the level of intentionality that comes with it. You know what I'm saying? And What's
2: your selection process like?
1: My one, ooh, I think my one, I kind of dictate in terms of what my current fast is at. So one thing I do is that every Wednesdays I now do a fast now, and I do I kind of plan it from Sunday before what I want that fast to be of that week. So mm. I just did one of Holy Spirit, um, just well actually this week in it, and the sermon I was watching actually was one by Billy Graham. You recommended it to me actually. Mm,
2: Billy Graham on the Holy Spirit. <laughs> absolutely.
1: Wait, shout out to the boy William man. <laughs> absolutely, William <Graham>. absolutely <laughs> serious. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like that's my level of duration of where I'm at because especially in that moment where I'm fasting I know I can give my level of dedication yeah, to that okay. fast at that particular time yeah, yeah. and you know it allows me to be much more consistent in the base where I'm not just overdoing it like oh now I'm free shall I just watch it because sometimes I kind of take it for granted yeah, now when it comes yeah, yeah. to my days of fast I really you know lock in really lock in and it's like an exciting feel good factor not exciting on the fact of oh I'm going to learn something of what we're going to learn um, of what we said before, but more so sort of the fact of, you know, let me question that question. Let me unpick something in my mind and maybe, you know, take that away. Something like Holy Spirit, I've heard Holy Spirit since I was a kid in primary school, you know what I'm saying? But that burning fire of still learning something new of the Holy Spirit, I can't remember there was one particular um part that he said, but it'll come to my mind, hopefully before the end, in it? But seeing them type of new avenues, it just really just, you know, that's when I know that rah, I've really been selective. And in terms of a bad sermon, I think sometimes when they just focus too much on the worldly things, and kind of like making it more like a TED talk rather than mm, an actual, yeah. you know, word. You know what I'm saying? More so in the sense of, you know, I am saying it, you know, hear what I'm going to hear. That's the verse that you guys are saying, you know, just something that's pleasing to the ears, but not actually sharing how- speech. Yeah, like how, how is the word now kind of incorporated in that? And I thought like that's like, you know, going forward, for anyone listening, you know, that's like one of the key things I've kind of done to navigate what's bad and what's not. Remember, like, you know, there was one sermon I think I was watching in lockdown. Um, I don't even want to say his name, innit? Why not? Why? I'll just say his surname. You'll guess the first name. Fertig. Stephen Fertig. Yeah. <laughs> that was, <that> was one. <laughs> of course.
0: <laughs> Bro, that's like what you said to me, man. Don't go <laughs> tell him. <laughs>
1: No, but there, there, there was one sermon. <laughs> what? I, think, I think it was at the time. Yeah, so um, at the stage, I think it was like <laughs> early, early. This year, actually, in it, I was looking about openness of heart in it, and there was on sermon. I was watching by a minute, yeah, and it just felt so off in a sense whereby I think he was just speaking about, you know, kind of navigate the things of the world and then like, kind of let God kind of work through you. And then you could take it from there. Crazy. But it wasn't in a case whereby, <laughs> obviously no disrespect. If you listen to me- I've, right? I've heard a good sermon from yeah, I've, I've heard a good sermon from I feel like, that like that anybody's
0: one. capable it of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: <laughs> 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 That's it sounds like a broken clock is right yeah, twice a day. Like, yeah, uh, I feel like, yeah. But yeah, and no, literally when I watched that, it kind of, but then this is one thing I want to also say in it, going back to that point in it, that, you know, you have to really be intentional about that expectation because sometimes one sermon, some people will be like, oh, rah, that's it. I'm done with that guy. Maybe move on. But then it comes to the point of, you know, maybe during your quiet times, during your reflection, like if this really meant for the person, like if this person is really meant for you type of thing, you know, hear it through, but hear it through very, very intentionally mm-hmm. and really, really prayer about it often to really be like, okay, cool. Maybe the sermon didn't maybe hit me in this way, but is that down to me because I didn't interpret it right?
2: I think that's that's a big thing. As I, as I follow on, is like when it comes to a, a quote unquote bad sermon. I think <coughs> if you hear a pastor and it's like mm, this sounds spooky, or whatever. I think it's important to kind of firstly, if it's from a snippet, that's not a real reflection. Yeah. Obviously, if the snippet sounds like wild mm, pairs mm, in it, mm, mm. but I think don't even if you don't like a pastor, or maybe think he's a bit get me in it. I don't think we should always base our judgments off of one sermon. I agree with that. Because um, sometimes people like sometimes people say snippets and they say stuff yeah, but like you said before, they're all humans as well. Yeah. I'm not saying that that's an excuse for people to just say wild stuff on camera, isn't Platform, do you get it? like obviously I do think that there's a certain duty of care that they definitely should have, but I think for me, a bad sermon firstly is definitely like that if it's not rooted in the word, mm-hmm, and also if mm-hmm. there's no context behind the Bible that they're using. In terms of uh, man, just uh, pulling scriptures out of anywhere. Mm. There's no real. Does the context of how the scripture is written match Man, how you're yeah, using it. Yeah, yeah. Man yeah, just yeah. throwing around Philippians four thirteen. Yeah. Habakkuk two, write down the vision to make it plain, guys just throwing it from anywhere.
3: Remember you remember um in the uh, at jun- at junction. Yeah they did a sermon they did a s- on
2: scriptures used out of context. That was really, context good. really good. Mm-hmm. And I think so I think that's I think that's something I always look for. because like, like obviously if I take notes from it after I'll go and look in I think I like to go and look into I think that's how people should do as well. If yeah, you see if some stuff the there spirit, go and I read up on like. it after don't just take yeah. it as gospel. Um I think another thing that can be bad um, this is a personal thing I don't like sermons that have too much information I find it hard to follow yeah. Um I don't think it's always uh, necessarily a bad thing but I think it can make it a bit difficult sometimes because then sometimes certain points are not fleshed out
1: Wait, elaborate more on that is it like too much information about like, bro I what remember
3: what's a sermon times? it was 16 points yeah like <laughs> something like that, <laughs> oh, that sense, I, I, find it, I find oh. it difficult bro. 16 points bro
2: like, <laughs> I find it difficult sometimes yeah. I think like for example using a lot of scripture is not always bad because often if you use like 3 or 4 scriptures for the same point you can take one might be either one, so you get nah, me in nah, it. Okay, but um, nah, I think something else: if the gospel doesn't come up in your sermon, mm-hmm. obviously I understand. Like for example the testimony sermon, even still, to be fair, like I understand that sometimes the way it is is topical, but Christ has to be in the sermon, or it's oh, you're not preaching the gospel. Um, I, I think, think yeah.
3: even ba- back on the information one, them sermons in the past were just just doing too much of that. Just trying to project maybe too much knowledge if that makes sense. Like they're just trying to show their wisdom instead oh, of like awesome. actually uh, do you know I what's don't think that it's
0: worse? worst so bro. Like puffed up by knowledge. Yeah. yeah and and, and yeah. that no, it's, it's, it's the the teaching, the word the word does the talking. Yeah, yeah you know what I'm saying yeah, yeah. it's not yeah. you, bro. Like oh It's such a beautiful in, scripture. First, it's first, first Corinthians first two. Saturn. Yeah. Wait, let me see. You fucking, know someone
2: yeah. who I'm not saying he's like that, but bear funny because he uses some funny big words. Just, just, someone, first, just yeah. Yeah. He kills me though. Yeah, he uses, <laughs> but he's funny though. The words he uses, bro. But yeah, I think that's what I'd say makes a bad term. First
3: First Corinthians two four and my message and my preaching were very plain. Rather than using clever and persuasive speeches, mm. I relied on only the power of the Holy mm. Spirit. So I did well. this so you're not trusting human wisdom, but in the power of God. But in the
2: same way, it's 50-50 as well, because there's also the time when Paul is debating with the Greeks somewhere. The stoics. The stoics. <laughs> so, like, certain, certain, things, like, certain things do need to be articulated well. Nah, some, true, but
3: I think, for example, like, we even spoke a bit about this even at the live show. When you're in a congregation, there's people in at different, different yeah, levels yeah, yeah. of faith. But that's
2: another thing that we have to recognise that when a pastor's preaching to their church, if you're not in the church, certain things you may not understand the style or the reason. For example, if you, let's say, yeah, they're going for a sermon That's and you've joined on week four of the series. Do you get it? But my thing, my thing is not necessarily
3: the, te- is the way yeah, no, they're I trying agree. to talk in big words, like, in, in, in ways to You so can just, tell that. You can when they're trying trying doing it for the mm. yeah,
2: yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. you, you, can,
3: you can tell. You Elab- can
1: Elaborate more in terms of that sermon, but the style of the church. Elaborate more am Certain
2: churches have ways that they operate that work for the people that go there. Do you get it? And sometimes, if you haven't been to that church or it's not, Maybe how your church operates You may see it as bad or wrong When yeah, it's not agree, either yeah, or. I agree, I agree. Good Do you get it? Um, So I think that's um, So yeah I think Something as well That I'd say What was the other question I asked um, Information overload I think information overload Is a very real thing Because It can do this very dangerous thing Of hearing too many perspectives On the same issue mm-hmm. um, And I think it's important That you're not just Going back and forth Test these things Read up on it Because sometimes people will say stuff That you disagree with They may not necessarily be wrong Maybe it's just a different way That you see it and so I think some, it can actually confuse people. Yeah. If you're not testing it too much, um, and I think also at the same, it's it's difficult though because some people say that yeah, like they, they watch sermons, like they watch TV series, and there's nothing wrong with being filled with the word of God. Yeah. Because anyway, you could argue they're not information overload by watching suits and power orange and black <laughs> and power all in the same day. So do you <laughs> know, like anything be it's filled true. with the word, but I think don't let it rattle your head too much. Yeah. And um, yeah, 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 but I think look for different perspectives. Yeah, But don't also overload yourself with different perspectives. Do yeah. so you think there's a
3: thing as watching too many sermons then?
2: I think, like I said, it depends on how you react to information.
3: I think that... You think you can be... Uh, my thing is that maybe you can be maybe over, overly dependent on sermons. Yeah. And maybe that's stop weird, reading yeah. the word of God for yourself. Yeah, that's I what I think that's... Can do. I think that's m- when I think of maybe someone who's Dangerous. watching too many sermons, someone like that who's... They have no real... Quiet. When I think when I think about quiet time, I don't necessarily mean any structure, but there's no personal time with God, if that makes sense. So mm. that's what I'd say.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm. So um, I think yeah, like one thing that I got from this was that how helpful because even as you guys are listening to, it, you're probably gonna realize some of the stuff about the sermons that we said and think about to episodes. Oh yeah, they always talk about this. So they say that, and it comes from these sermons. Like even for example, Vody um, why I choose to believe in the mm, Bible, twenty five minutes, twenty five minutes of sound. Pure, of <laughs> pure. And there's yeah, other, there's yeah, other twenty minutes. You know. there's other guys we didn't really, we didn't really talk about. For example, um, somebody I read this to, RIP, um, Charles Stanley. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. solid, so oh, sound. He, his bro. one,
3: um, his one on anxiety is very, very. Is, good. is it so so very very sound, the
0: rocky, rocky road
2: to the will of God by him is
0: hard. So I even watched a little. I think it was twelve minutes. From him, like a couple of days ago, and you know how he is. But like he just sits in that chair, yeah, bro. He Just, <laughs>
1: just go straight
0: because he's at ninety, bro. Yeah. yeah, goes, yeah you know,
3: John Piper. um yeah, the just that, the Desiring God Ooh, podcast yeah, question
0: thing. Also, Leonard, Leonard J. Legend um, You know, don't know. They're not that somebody. i just that. I'm
2: in. I've listened to I to Charles Spurgeon's sermon one time. Somebody recited it. Somebody I know he has a bad rep, but Benny Hinn. He did the sermon on prayer. I've watched it Really good Is it really good Really really, really good, good. I, was,
3: I was a bit iffy Whether to watch it though Yeah he has, he has Get a, me in yeah, it Yeah a lot of people say But I've watched it it's really really good
2: Yeah really Um, good. I think ask around as well I think about sermons Can be really helpful Especially offering A different perspective To your yeah. church And sometimes yeah, yeah, yeah. If you need help On a particular thing That maybe your church Isn't focusing on at a time It can be really helpful yeah, but Or even, even depends, If there's a yeah. bible story That you've read That you don't understand Watch a sermon on it There's a couple people Who do like, um, like Book walkthrough sermons And stuff like that um Bible project. John MacArthur did one on the Jonathan and David story. I watched that before the men's event actually and that really helps me. So I'd say like lock in sermons can be really helpful. Try out different pastors. Maybe some people's style of teaching may suit you more. But I think yeah. Make man. sure that their their word Yeah, is I can't like It's yeah. based on the word. Yeah. If
0: it ain't based on the word it's just wrong, isn't it? Yeah. But Always
3: check back, in it. Always check back. Yeah.
0: yeah. But yeah. One.
3: We out.